Hey guys, welcome back to the Quirky Bullis Project. Uh, I don't like this episode already because in his opinion, an A-list celebrity is, has joined the call. The only reason he's here is because of the, the thing we're here to talk about. If it was just him, he's not interesting enough, but it's my dad. Say hi, dad. Hi. Alright, cool. So, uh, if you you probably read in the title, uh, it's about Satkam, which uh, is... You, you just want to give them a brief intro of what Satkam is, dad? Who, me? I actually want to change the topic. I want to talk about Nikhil and his childhood. No, please talk. Baba, Baba, Baba. baba. I think you have an open the... forum today. You can ask me we anything talk, you want. We talked about this two minutes ago, Baba. Just... I can I can I can talk to you about his toilet habits, about his uh, uh, you know. Nikhil Nikhil's childhood is a great topic actually. Please should we stop talking. Say, I think uh, we should Baba. we should just ambush this podcast and talk about Nikhil's childhood. Honestly, a great, very interesting, probably he the best content we've made. Professional, you talked about this two minutes ago. As a as a group of three right now, it's two against one. What do you say about that? Just just. What's Satkam, Baba? What is Satkam? Alright. So, Adi, uh, by the way, you have full freedom to ask me anything. Again, let me repeat, full freedom, Adi. Okay? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, and you can, you can, we can extend this podcast as much as you want. Mm-hmm. As long as, you know, you find it interesting. Oh my, just answer the question. <laughs> right. How are you being difficult on the Chill out, Nikhil. Nikhil. I know. No. He, he's scary when he can talk to my friends. Like, he has a bad history of that kind. I'll tell you some stories too, Adi. Anyways, Baba, what is Satkam? Do you think I have more stories about you or you have more stories about me? Baba, what is That's a battle you can... That's a battle you can never win, Nikhil. This is awesome. How does it feel, Nikhil? <laughs> it's the first question. Baba, what is Satkam? Okay, what is Satkam? Okay, talking about Nikhil... Um, so basically... Okay, I'm sorry. What is Satkam? Sorry, I missed your question. Alright, so, okay, so basically, um, Satkam is a non-profit initiative, uh, which uh, me and some of us are trying to do. Uh, The whole idea here, guys, is that, I mean, I have worked in the industry for 20 plus years, yeah? And uh, one of the big gaps, and I I mean, all all of us who are involved in this have worked across the world, right? We have worked in India, we worked abroad. Uh, but the theme remains the same, right? I mean, co- kids out of college who join us and we have hired between us thousands of uh, students across college campuses. So when they come to the industry, right, they typically find a big gap between what they learn in college versus their ability to apply that knowledge in college, in a professional setup. So Satkam was basically an idea that we want to overall increase the employable base of students in India. Because just to give some statistics, right? I mean, if you, uh, on an average, if I uh, look at thousand resumes of students passing out, we typically end up shortlisting hundred. We typically end up interviewing about twenty, and we typically end up uh, um, selecting two or three, right? And that doesn't mean the rest of nine ninety eight are not good, right? The only problem is that they are not ready to either in the interviews or or they're not able to either express themselves or not able to apply themselves when we ask them questions and the the good news here though is that the application of what they learn is not a difficult thing to understand it's just that it's not the college's fault also because all the professors are accommodations right so they don't they don't have people from the industry in the college and the industry is evolving very fast so we're trying to bridge that gap with colleges and there the 
uh, the idea is to build a scale model right what that means is we are going to have a list of a uh, set of us i'm um, like now the group is about 50 55 people uh, who are working professionals and there will be hundreds more joining and then we'll have a set of colleges and we'll marry the colleges needs to what we can teach and so we have created a curriculum based on that and we go from colleges to colleges and uh, trying to work with students in the third and fourth year and to teach them uh, basically skills which they can use in the industry or which will help them thrive in the industry that's the idea at least okay so this is currently just exclusive to engineering exclusive to engineering this uh yes it is engineering but the model the way we are building the model it can work for anything because uh the 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 way the model works is there will be there is a uh, there is content there are colleges there are volunteers or instructors and then there are companies right because finally right. what we are trying to do is uh bring the college give the college an exposure to people like us who are from the industry and in turn expose them to industry because uh, this is i think you guys are too young uh, for understanding education policy and all that but I, in general guys in india there's a huge change happening in an, uh, what they call as national education policy the new one where colleges are becoming more and more autonomous they are more becoming more and more uh, their ability to make decisions is very high now right so because right. of that con- colleges now have to compete with each other very hard government is not going to give them money it's like fend for yourself so it's important for them to you know work with the industry to get projects money as well as place students as much as possible right so because of that colleges are also very keen to work with the industry now they just don't know how they can do that and 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 especially what happens is companies in india end up going to the same 10 20 colleges you go to the iits and the bits and the famous colleges and go to the top 10% students uh, which actually just compete in the wrong way whereas there are tons and this tons and tons of talent available honestly so uh, basically idea here is also to make sure that industry gets a breadth of colleges to talk to and colleges get a breadth of industries to talk to yeah right yes. okay so i actually had the chance to attend a lecture recently uh, about how to introduce yourself and leave a lasting impression in interviews so is your curriculum basics more towards the generic things is that why it's so stream friendly why it can go across mediums across engineering it can go literally anywhere is it because more towards ki what do you need in a company environment or right now since you are only doing engineering is your curriculum more based towards ki just engineering stuff you going to need for engineering company that's a good engineering. question so <clears throat> we have broken our curriculum right into uh, three major areas so first area is what we call as understanding companies so if i ask you guys today that can you explain to me uh, 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 what um, i don't know mahindra does or what google does or what uh, any company brand name you know right so when you look at a brand what you typically know is what products they sell right and uh, uh, and probably the logo of the company and maybe if the company is famous you would not know the ceo but as a engineer when you are getting out and go joining colleges as uh, joining companies there is a way to understand these companies in and out right understand them financially understand their customer base understand why they do what they do so there is a big section there are about seven topics we teach on how to understand companies because finally the, the these students are joining companies right then there is a middle area where we teach all the core skills 
so we take uh, even uh, topics like uh, data engineering data science right but we don't talk about the, the 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 code part of it that's that's not interesting for us what we say is the application part of it so you guys would know right for example if i ask you that when you guys open netflix right both of you if you open netflix uh, yeah. would you guys see the same movie on the top same set of movies no it's what do you mayor, see right? so for example uh, i don't want to talk about what kind of movies nikhil likes but let's assume whatever those are okay let me not comment on that but whatever he likes he's going to see something on the top and adi you might see yeah. something else how does that happen yeah. how does that happen it'll be based on our preferences they'll try to see what we're watching and what titles we're watching and stuff like that now is so, it that's so they 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 try to understand you correct and how do they understand you you are like browsing clicking spending time right but like you there are millions of people doing the same correct now imagine right. the amount of data they are collecting and from yeah. that data they are trying to make sense and say hey if adi is not that that easy to say that if adi watches x movie right let's say you watch mission impossible that doesn't necessarily mean that you like you like james bond right it's not that straightforward a co- what they call as a correlation right so yeah. all these data somehow magically right it comes back and tells you that hey adi you may like these movies Right. you don't know how they got to that right mm. now how does that happen okay, that's right. not magic it's that what they call as data science right now right. once students understand the the beauty of this this domain called data science and how it works they they develop interest in that right so we talk mm. about such applications that once they understand concepts like these right then they'll have an interest in saying that oh, okay i now i know why i'm coding why i'm testing why i'm doing something right because the easiest thing is to actually do the coding and the testing or do whatever right because that you can look on google you can go to coursera udemy and just do whatever why is the difficult part so what we try to teach the children is ask the question why 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 if you understand the why so the, i don't want to give you uh, i don't want to start lecture here but uh, the very simple principle is there right you always start with the why go to the how and then to the what you never start with the what what is the easiest what do i write what do i code what do i do but if you if you understand the why part everything starts becoming interesting so every topic we take right this middle part where we talk about architecture design testing everything this middle portion topics are heavy but we don't teach them that way we teach them we using real life examples case studies how they are used in the industry so that's the second piece so first piece was companies and understanding them second piece is what we call as the, the execution and delivery skill the middle part like the core skills and then we talk about professional skills so there we talk about techniques of what are uh, techniques about problem solving time management um, then we talk about presentation skills what nikhil attended one of the ones nikhil attended was how to basically represent yourself right we talk right. about articulation versus communication people confuse those two things right just because you're good in speaking english doesn't mean you're communicating or articulating properly right because articulation is much harder than communication so we talk about such things so what we are trying to tell the kids is that while you are learning what you are learning these are the kind of things that are valued in the industry and if you just develop enough curiosity to get good at these the rest is easy because uh, you today you do python tomorrow some new language will come that's not going to get valued for too long what you have to know that there is no doubt about that you have to be good in the core part but if you start asking the question how why am i doing what i'm doing so that then you can contribute to the higher level thing which is oh this product i'm building i now understand why my customer needs it that way that is very valued 
and those are the engineers who stand out from our our experience that who ask the right questions at the right time who demonstrate curiosity and that skill one doesn't learn in school and colleges and we are trying to do this where using these three sections we are trying to cover about 40 50 topics and ensure that or not insurance in wrong word uh, try to see whether kids can develop that curiosity yeah that's the idea great yeah so another question i did have uh, first of all your i i've actually been here satkam is a relatively new project right and i have been in the next room is, since you've been doing this right and right now it's in pre- pretty early stages but the first step is obviously going to colleges i would assume the reception is pretty good from colleges but i'm assuming you face certain amounts of at least uh, you've been questioned right at certain colleges ki is this going to work why would this be helpful why should i give tell tell my students to attend this yeah yeah right so have has there been that kind of those kind of questions and in so why yeah so um like we said that you ask you should ask why and we should have convincing answers for that why having said that one of the i, I was a student like you albeit long time back maybe uh, i'll say 10 years back nikhil uh, because nikhil will call me old in a minute but 50 years old okay. <laughs> so uh, He's 50 years old uh, no i'm not so He's 50 years old <laughs> so uh, uh, one of the things i remember as a student right you always think that uh, teachers right are all uh, glazed over i mean they they will just do their job and move on right so we always feel that in colleges we are never going to find professors who are actually interested in such things but you will be surprised there are always those people we just need to find them every college we have been till date by the way till date uh, there are two two um, good things i can tell you which actually in a sense um, gives you a, a good feeling about generally human spirit right any person i talk to about contributing to this effort maybe one hour at one hour a month two hours a month one hour a week whatever the time is up to them 80% people are not said no 80% which is you would think that why would people be interested but people are right and and, and they because everybody somehow feel that as long as they if they can manage it they would like to give back something which is a very nice thing second thing in colleges of course we have found people who will just give you you know um, face time and never do anything but right there are what we have seen in every college we have been right there are these right people it may be sometimes takes three steps to get to them or two steps some we get lucky and get them in the first step but there is always somebody so till date we are never talked to a college where we are not uh, done this right so last semester we started this as a experiment and we are like five of us and we did three colleges right this semester we are doing six colleges and we are out 55 of us right so in the matter of four months our group has grown from 5 to 55 right correct and colleges are grown from 3 to 6 next semester we are doing 10 so our goal next semester is at least 10 colleges seven states so we are also trying to consciously trying to hit tier 2 tier 3 colleges in villages in towns right where the need is even more so we want to hit 10 colleges about seven states and we want to have at least 100 instructors uh, who are uh, you know willing to do this but to answer your question nikhil yes we have been questioned why but not question in with the wrong tone or the wrong intention the interest was that hey but why? first and foremost people say that oh you don't you're not taking in money so why would you do this in the first place right this concept right. of giving back right you are i mean people are generally skeptical why would you even do it right correct so it starts with that but then they quickly know that okay 
any person who is gainfully employed full time doing something earning good money they would only not they never do this for money because it's like one or two hours you are you are giving it cannot be for money right but then it quickly moves on to okay how will my students benefit which are all fair questions how will this yeah. work so so actually the why only is because they believe oh it's more like incredulous how will why would you do it right because the right. skepticism is like why would anybody do this but moment they understand it quickly moves on to the how part right mm-hmm. and and i agree nikhil that there are there are colleges where we are seen that you know <laughs> there are people who feel oh we already do this but then you know in the same college we have found the right guy the problem is navigating to that guy that takes us time right but in every college you've approached so far they have so far yes that's, that's good right but yeah us uh yeah other than that I, i also had another question going um so basically you don't have to pitch yourself to any of the colleges they they just they like sometimes they ask why but other than that no no we actually like... pitch we have a deck we pitch actually adi see we don't oh, we are not okay. taking yeah we are not taking this um how do i say this see the that the trick here is not we our goal is the end student isn't it so if mm-hmm. we have to bend backwards we have to convince them we have to uh, be humble super humble no problem honestly this is not i'm not trying to i'm not trying to tell you something because i'm talking to you guys believe me if i don't keep the if we don't keep the goal as student being the beneficiary then you'll give up on some colleges very fast so we don't do that we pitch if they are if they there are been colleges where we met the wrong guy and the tone was very aggressive right so so it's okay it's fine and we will we have we go prepared we have a proper deck we have a proper pitch because we are want to do this like a very professionally we are trying to set this up as a proper uh non profit but a company because our skill is that we want to set up a professional outfit which scales properly which actually when somebody deals with us they know it's not something we are doing on the side as time pass it's a very serious affair we are talking to about students here right so we are no problem pitching and we do pitch right okay. it's just non profit that's all it is mm. right so talking about the interview process you mentioned ki you're trying to prepare them for interviews for that kind of, because you've seen a lot of interviews <clears throat> where promising kids have i'm sure even promising kids everyone is skilled right but in the interviews they fail to make that connection is it is was that your main motive to start this ki you see a lot of i'm going to say wasted but maybe potential that hasn't been reached its full maximum as an interviewer yourself and as Yeah, so I mean, Nikhil, it is not just about the interview. Interview is the first step, right? Even if yeah. somebody, uh, by the way, the, the the students are hired through interviews doesn't mean that they are done well, right? In the company, yeah. they are done yeah. okay. There's some work. So what we don't want to depend on is somebody being a natural, who is very curious naturally, who has a spark naturally, rare to find, and that's okay. What we are trying to do is not just prepare them for interviews. We are trying to tell them that when you enter the industry, don't be just focused on saying. hey how many what's my salary and why did that guy get a little more than me salary is important money is important is no doubt about that but what is happening especially in the software world by the way it, over the last few years what has happened is because of the demand supply people have been kids have been coming to and then they get disillusioned oh i came in and now data science is hot let me run there but do you even know what it is do you, are you equipped to do that right so what we are trying to tell them is if you learn all of this right it will definitely help you in the interviews but it will even help you much much more when you join the companies and when you if you just use the methods we are teaching you right you will stand out you will do well so the goal here is not to just get them through interview we don't even talk about interviews by the way 
the goal is to ensure that they get into the industry with the right perspective and the right curiosity and the perspective will come from the concepts and the methods we teach them and the application the curiosity hopefully we hope it comes from the variety of things we tell them and how they can be very interesting if we just become curious about learning them so those are our two goals right okay yeah. so okay so i i guess there's another about the interview i suppose but in the process of giving them the lectures and all of that stuff eventually do you try will you be trying to follow up to see how successful it was maybe as a way to maybe modify your own product or whatever but how were you going to try and follow up to see if it was actually successful actually what we call as impact analysis right so impact analysis is not uh, easy so one simple way to do impact analysis for example could be that post the lectures we do a survey saying that how did you like it blah 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 that we are collecting anyway but that's not impact right what we are trying that there what we are getting a validation is whether what we are doing is resonating with them or not right but then the yeah. other way to gauge impact is that if a college if 10 kids were getting placed every year now is it 20 right right but there are thousand factors there right then the other way to do impact analysis is okay how many companies right are actually coming and liking the student or selecting students from that college correct and the real way to do impact analysis eventually when they join the industry somehow we hear back from them and the company that did these kids stand out compared to others right for example which is all these things can be a little hard to understand get right what i can tell you and this is a little arrogant right but all of the, the all the 50 people who are we are doing we are collectively what if i average experience of 15 20 years so we are talking about quite a lot of experience isn't it correct yeah. 600 700 years of experience within us and that group is just growing we know for a fact that impact is happening okay now is it 100% definitely not because you know you have been your students in a in a class how much or good the uh, the teacher is right on an average 20 30% kids catch it right and they will catch it and they'll get inspired actually 20 30% will catch it and do it because they have to get marks and there will be 20 30% who will not give a shit correct right same here so i am very confident that 20 30% kids what we are trying to create is a impact with respect to their knowledge and skills but also inspire them right, right. now the measurement today nikhil what we have decided is get do a survey and work with the colleges to see whether these kids when they go for interviews are they more kids getting placed in companies than before but of course that's a catch 22 because more companies have to come to the college first isn't it right right yeah. so that's why i'm saying it's not that easy but your question is very fair we want to do impact analysis eventually saying are these students when they get out is the industry finding them much more ready to do work compared to the others they are hiring right but right. for that there is a piece of the puzzle we have to also get to which is the companies which will get to by next semester where we are going to start associating with companies also right right but yeah so that's where we are at but impact analysis we are very interested but uh, we are not going to stress ourselves yet on it okay yeah all uh, right so at one point so uh, as you said um, by next semester uh, you guys will be also contacting companies and trying to so are you trying to bridge the gap between college and companies like indirectly adi indirectly so we are not going to do what see that couple of things we are going to go to companies because we are doing it for them and bridging the gap for them to increase their employable base isn't it 
So this companies okay. association we are trying to do for a couple of reasons. One is of course we are going to try to raise funds from companies, right? They are called CSR funds because to run this outfit, we need some minimal money is going to be required for whatever reasons, yeah. right? Software travel, whatever that, not much. But more reason for that is also this this group who is going to work here with us, right? This group of fifty five instructors and they will grow to five hundred hopefully, right? All of all of them are from some company today, correct? So what yeah. we are also trying to see is whether we can tell the company that such a model is going on. So now we can actually give you exposure to colleges you may not even heard of. And our goal is that eventually we can expose them to the college and not to the college but to the students also. Saying that out of the students we are doing this 2030, we found them to be actually people who want to apply themselves and are curious. So the normal measurement of GPA and all that while that stands, you can look at that. But we have observed that these 15-20 students. Really, have some very good questions. They have done their case studies well. You may want to take a look at them, right? And right. since we are from the industry, we are all working in the industry. Hopefully, our voice is heard and valued uh, to extend where they at least will talk to the students, right? And that will also yeah. it's a win-win, right? And companies get now exposure to way more students than they had before. They get a validation from people like us who have been in the industry, and the colleges get a lot more companies coming to them than before. So that is the kind of the right. symbiosis, if you want to call that, we are trying to create. So when you go to like uh, colleges and villages and towns, small towns and stuff like that, you are trying to attract more attention to them too with your experience. So obviously, the biggest names and biggest colleges get the most attention from big companies. Yeah. Right? And sometimes people from villages and small towns don't have the means to attend those kind of colleges. Correct. So this is what this is what. An another goal of this, a side goal of this, is also to draw attention to promising students from those into bigger. Absolutely well said. And in fact, we have a metric. For, so how? What is our metric? So like you asked for goals, right? We are from the industry, so we work on what we call as metrics and measurements, right? So we have to we have to measure ourselves against what we are doing. So for example, next semester's goal is minimum ten colleges. Out of them, at least half have to be tier two or tier three. What we mean by tier two, tier three right. is not just cities, but within a city there can be tier two, tier three also, isn't it? Just because it's Pune doesn't mean all colleges in Pune are tier one, correct? Yeah. What I mean by tier one is tier one with respect to the facilities, the professors, exposure to the industry, so on and so forth, correct? So right. we want to at least have half the colleges as tier two, tier three. There some could be villages. I mean, in fact, this semester what we are doing, we the couple of colleges we are doing, one of them in in Tamil Nadu is a tier three college, right? Oh, and there yeah. we have to we have to also take care of vernacular right so they are much more uh, uh, comfortable with local language so we try to find instructors who know the local language which is a because as i said right communication is the least of my worry my worry personally articulation is my so if even if in your language you are able to articulate you have won the battle communication in is the easier part we can learn that problem is articulation you you are not able to even construct the thought in your head properly how are you going to communicate in any language right So I'm less worried about that. So there, what we do is in tier three, we are very comfortable talking in water language. So there is a college we recently uh, went to in uh, talk to students from there is in Kokan, uh, in Ma- Maharashtra, right? Uh, tier two, tier three college. We are speaking Marathi all the time. It breaks the ice very easily, and students had very good questions when they were very comfortable. We went to Rajasthan and went to a college recently where we spoke in Hindi, right? So. Uh, Our goal is to do what it takes to impact the tier two, tier three as much as possible. While tier ones also will be done, but tier two, tier three will be a definite measurement that how many of the total we are doing will be tier two, tier three. That right. definitely, definitely right. we are measuring ourselves. 
Right. It's so like sort of finding like a hidden talent in those tier two, tier three is also like something I can see happening. And and it's there. It's everywhere. I mean, I I, I mean I, I there. It just cannot be right that ninety eight percent students in are just crap. How can that happen? Mm. I'm telling you, so many you my. You see so many stories of yeah, uh, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you that if I split it out right, there'll be ten percent self-inspired, self-motivated kids. There'll be about thirty percent with a little push can get to a good. They can get inspiration, get to a point. So these first thirty forty percent are the easier lot. The middle thirty forty are the difficult one. They have the potential, but they need something with them to to inspire them, to motivate them, to give them the confidence they can do it. And there will be always this bottom twenty thirty percent who just don't want to do anything in life. It's okay, it's fine. They'll figure things out, right? Great. So uh, in uh, always in any college you go, right? Our goal is to at least hit that forty fifty. Because the first ten there's not much effort. Next twenty thirty there is effort and beyond that middle there is a lot of effort. So that's all. Right. And they are there in every college. And by by the way, when I asked that question, he said very well said. I think that's the first time he's ever been even remotely proud of me. No 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 not at all. I I'm just being polite because it's your podcast. I mean I I I'm just you know, you just I'm just doing my job as a person who is you know trying to say okay thanks for calling me and I have to say some good things about you. But don't take them seriously. You know? <laughs> yeah, don't take them seriously. Cause... Yeah yeah. Adi thanks Adi is doing good job by the way and that i mean it by the way <laughs> why do i say stuff you know okay so as an inter- like okay since you're not at this moment able to talk about what satkam has done for kids who have already moved into companies since it's a pretty new project the first step which is the interview that's the first step where students are going to be directly affected by what satkam has taught them right so since you have been interviewing for a pretty long time and even without the help of resources like this what are obviously with satkam you'd expect them to know stuff be a little better in interviews but since as an interviewer yourself have have you noticed a certain pattern in kids who have succeeded in the companies like a, a certain pattern in successful hires um so see i tell you the so so you, there is no uh, uh, your foundation has to be strong right guys don't get me wrong so for example if your foundation itself is weak which means that okay you are engineer but really you are not understood engineering right what i mean by that is let's say you are a mechanical engineer right but you you just no no subject you have you are fond of nothing i mean core academic foundation is weak then it's a problem any which way but let's assume that's a decent academic foundation let's assume that for a minute right beyond that then the uh, pattern at is what i have seen right of student to stand out right number one honestly number one thing i value personally is just pure curiosity but not dumb curiosity right it's like i can know immediately that if a person is asking a question and there is a follow up and the follow up question is actually after listening to the answer right that means constructing something so that curiosity followed up by actually supporting the the fact that you are actually listening and processing and coming back with something it's it's one of those wonderful things right which i value a lot second thing is that what we call as continuous improvement right so you join at a certain level and the always the simplest excuse is time right i don't have time for anything and i always tell people that somehow magically when you want to watch a movie you find time how does that happen right right so people who continuously look for opportunities for improvement there are umpteen and there is actually a topic we take on that that you don't need to do it accidentally there are actually models for that that how when you join a company and if i tell you okay 
do continuous improvement you say what does that even mean right but there is actually a very methodical way to do it correct but if i if a person demonstrate curiosity and continues improvement which means that you don't have to dramatically improve anything if you are here and you start demonstrating one more skill you are here and you start demonstrating that oh, okay now i actually understand something better than what i understood one month back that's enough but for that you have to put effort right it's not free you have to find time you have to read do something beyond your normal day uh, normal work time so if you have these two things you have a head start i can promise you you if you are if you are just curious about understanding the world around you why you are doing what you are doing make sure that the first 6 months to a year in a company you just play like a sponge to absorb and then figure out what um, you know so i'll give you a model okay the, the, just for whatever it's worth if you like something and it is necessary in your job if you like something it is necessary uh, uh, in your uh, 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 it's something that the organization is going to need you like it and you are good at it that's the golden combination okay because why because you love it already you are good at it and the company or whoever even in the co- wherever you are they need it the next good one is that okay the company or the place needs it you are good at it right or no, you are you are you are not good at it but you like it correct that yeah. means what now you can put effort because you are not going to get bored correct agreed right 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 yeah. and the third one is that if a if the place needs it right you are not good at it right or you are not good at it and you don't like it at all that's a lethal combination right because you don't like it you're not right. good at it but the company needs it that's a lethal combination right, right. because right. that's the one you are going to ignore the most correct mm. so actually it's a matrix of four quadrants of four if you do a combination of these questions right so whenever you join i tell people that whatever you are expected to do whatever that you understand right put it with these three ask these three questions and wherever the answer is that the company needs it i'm not good at it and i don't like it attack that first that that's the one which is going to give you the most inertia right because our natural instinct is to what to go after things we are good at we love it and they need it mm-hmm. fantastic you are going to go after it right because you don't feel bored doing it right, right. go the opposite way if it's needed you don't like it and you're not good at it then you take care of the hardest problems first and then you move upwards from there and then you reach a point where you love it they need it and you're good at it then you're done but identifying this properly needs curiosity it needs time if you do that and the, what, what i see that there's some kids who join right they just stand out they somehow without his model they figure it out and they do it and we see continuous improvement in them they will stand out so i would say that these two things i personally used to value quite a lot if you are curious and you show continuous improvement the rest uh, whether you can test well code well this well that that is anyway foundational fine you have to do that anyway yeah but remember like you there will be hundreds so how do you stand out among those right so these two things stand you out okay. <coughs> like a general like tendency is basically uh, trying to uh, motivate, motivate, like, motivate the students like, motivated motivated, motivated do, do it will probably will probably well so well that's so that's something you put the value put the matrix down and i think the other thing we try to do right so even if i if i do all kinds of jazz on this podcast and yeah, i talk and inspire and, and then you're going to say wow and then you're going to end the call and say what i heard this now what do i do 
right baba you are talking no one's going to say no 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 i'm just saying that that's why we give methods because you need to eat it tomorrow right so because if you cannot practice something then what's the point of that inspiration so we make sure that every topic we are doing we try to give you methods so that tomorrow when we say okay you want to do you should be a better tester so you say what does it even mean so we'll give you a method saying that this will make you a better tester right <coughs> without yeah. the method it's all words right what's the point i mean with nikhil i get lost even with the methods because whatever i try nothing works do you have you don't you don't have to add like a little bar i'm just saying that i was just trying to answer adi's question that in case i try to take inspiration from my own house then i would not be doing this at all because there i have kind of failed mom is probably going to listen to this episode your daughter is probably going to listen to this episode that's fun for you baba so in your base you're in your core of of teaching right in the 15 lectures that you give do you have a certain start middle and finish where do you start from and what topics do you look to cover the most um so so by design we are kept all topics automatic what that means is we are not trying to create dependence of one topic or the other because the instructor's availability is dependent on that week right so we typically don't create a relationship between one topic or another right but having said that we try that out in the semester <coughs> three topics we would like to do face to face ideally where we go on campus right ideally one topic is about inquisitiveness and curiosity so we actually talk about that we do role play we we teach uh, with with a, with a, with a actual exercises right and we actually do case studies right uh, together with the students so that is one topic inquisitiveness curiosity we try to do on site Se- second topic we try to do on site is critical thinking and problem solving which is how do you do critical thinking how do you do problem solving and the last topic we try to do is this whole professionalism career management interviewing so we try to do these three topics on campus and most of the others are remote and if there is a instructor who is in the city and he wants to take them physically more than welcome but we tell the colleges that 80 90% will be remote but these three will try to come on campus and do it so the first one is along with the right. kick off so we do a proper kick off with the college where we at the starting itself do this inquisitiveness and curiosity topic was we hope that that will be make them curious to ask questions during our but of course nobody asks questions right no so as a trend since even though this is completely like voluntary right if you want to attend or not it is completely voluntary right yeah it is i mean in general i mean in general everything is voluntary because it's a but but it's a in most call it's a credit course so you actually right. get credits right but oh, okay. then again yeah it's a credit course uh, most college offer is a credit course right three credits two credits having said that you can still not attend but thankfully we are not seen i mean most of times i mean we see a lot of students attending because if they are not actually right it's not because uh, you know uh, they are just want to bunk i think it's because we want, we are not making it interesting enough is probably our read so then we put some effort in trying to make it more and more interesting but the liability honestly is on us because if we are if you're not making it interesting enough sure students are going to bunk i mean in my time i bunk crazy amount of stuff so i mean as a student amongst other students bunking is just because they're lazy sometimes it, it just happens but yeah, yeah but how do you try any certain things in your lectures in your presentations to keep the audience engaged like in the interact lessons 
obviously when you go on campus it's a lot easier to keep students engaged and that kind of stuff right but when you're offline where that's the cuz in the pandemic we had to do offline like uh, uh, online lectures and it was the worst yeah. i i did not pay attention at all no you don't have to tell me that i know that i know so uh, uh so in an online lecture obviously it's extremely hard to keep students attention do you try anything specific to keep it keep the conversation flowing keep it engaging see in general right uh, if you notice uh, who are the people who we typically don't get bored with Uh, I want I'm to not going to say you. That's no, that's no, no, not not a person. But usually, guys, if you think about it, right, the people we don't get usually bored with are storytellers. Okay, right. storytellers yeah. are the most interesting people because stories engage you, right? Right. So what we try to do is, since it's remote, we try to focus more and more on case studies and applications. So, for example, if I am trying to t- tell you something about product, a product and its features, right? Correct. and then i fight tell you oh, you know what companies decide a product and its many features and then this is a method by which they decide which feature to put in it will get quite boring right so we don't look yeah, at it that right. way so for example if i ask you that uh, let's say um, uh, one of the, the car right xuv uh, the new car which has come out from mahindra right xuv 700 you have seen it yeah. or teslas you seen their handles come out like this yeah yeah very right? yeah. now why would that feature get prioritized what are the pros and cons right so now if you think about it right there are more cons to the feature than pros right, right. if you once right. you get into that yeah. case study you'll understand there are more cons actually right but it's there so then as a as a person who is looking at this every day are you saying oh is is it because it only has a aesthetic appeal or is there a practicality behind it right correct now how would i test it how would i not it's so on and so forth so what we try to do is pick up real life examples like this and tease the concept using stories like this that oh, why would you do this right or you guys right. use instagram and if i ask you guys uh, uh, what are the three things which catch your attention on instagram right you will tell me something right correct yeah now if i ask five other kids right would they say the same thing or would they say something different but yes, now if i and now if you ask me see my if i if you ask me what catches my attention on instagram at my age group might be different a grandpa a grandpa right yeah. right yeah. then yeah. compared to compared to what you like now what does that mean now when a when instagram instagram got designed right are they paying to attention to me as a customer or you as a customer what is their age group they are looking at right so a feature function is not f- the same for all age groups isn't it right so yeah. now once you start understanding these concepts then the stories become interesting and the concepts become interesting so when you are doing remote the more and more you try to teach uh this concept via stories like this right they they become engaging so that's at least our goal because if it is all theoretical it doesn't become engaging so we try to okay. become storytellers try to right. yeah right but remote is hard guys don't don't i i'm not denying that but yeah. remote is the only way to scale a model like this yeah. right yeah physically going to places and see again i tell everybody that remote is over i mean sorry online is overrated so if if everybody could learn online then there is enough on udemy and coursera and what not right why are students not learning from that cuz you need a person to actually engage with you tell you things which are and you if if it's a storyteller right correct and if i am asking you question i am quickly saying hey but did you understand that one un- question right catches and oh, okay 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 wait wait, wait. makes you think right 
Whereas on Coursera, you don't know what you're going to do. You're going to pause, go, then you're going to come back again seven days later. You've forgotten the con- uh, context, mm-hmm. right? So they have a place to learn skills, no doubt. But if you have to learn the, such kind of concepts, it's not easy to learn them online. It's really hard. Right? So you'd call what you'd like personalized. Yeah, exactly. Personalized in a highly scalable way. Because if I try to make it really personalized, then what do I do? I have to go to It every college. Right? Yeah. And, and, uh, and then, then the bridge between... people who are professionals and college will never happen right because they are working professionals they will never be able to go on campus right right mm. so that's why right okay so i'm going to ask you a very interviewy question go ahead what a very cliched interviewy question that i'm sure you've asked many people yeah where do you see satcom in 5 years <laughs> no actually it's not a bad question i mean our vision i i, I use these words very carefully right but eventually i don't i can't put numbers behind it yet guys i'll tell you the goal okay our goal is to hit all 28 states in india all states okay. we want to hit i do I, i don't know the number but we want to hit obviously as many colleges as we can right so our goal is to at least have a 1000 people who are willing to do this in india right and they are not doesn't need to be physical they don't need to be in india but for indian colleges So thousand people through networking stuff. Yeah, the network. We want on yeah. this side at least hundred colleges, if not more. Right. Correct. And more importantly, we want to start helping the college and in terms of multi-semester model as well as seeing whether we can help them with their curriculum, <laughs> any inputs we can give to their professors also. And more importantly, now if a company was going to five colleges, they should go to twenty colleges, and the fifteen out of them they would have never heard of, right? So unfortunately, right now I can't put numbers behind this because I mean I can give you numbers, but they won't make sense. That's why we give numbers semester by semester. But right. there are in our model, right? There are actually four key constituencies, right? There is the student, there is the college, right? Right. Then there is the company, and then there is the instructor, right? They are mm-hmm. the four constituencies we have. Through them, mm-hmm. what we are trying to do is bridge this gap. What we have discussed till now. and become inst- and give give knowledge to a student uh with respect to what we are trying to do with respect to company skills right what you need to have to succeed along with that there is another model we'll try which is a mentor model which is we also want to see eventually that out of this 1000 let's say our network of x to some students who actually start showing the right attitude curiosity what not we want to associate them with this profession and say hey give them 1 hour a month 2 hour a month and let them become right. mentors right like a ama right ask me anything kind of thing where you get time with a professional and you can ask whatever you want right i think that by itself is also inspiring and what you guys have like this what we are doing we are like the point whatever 1% of india man this is highly privileged what we are trying to do here right correct mm. now imagine so many children right there is no chance they are getting exposure right to any industry professional correct so if we can right. say that hey This is a tier two college, tier three college. Let's pick twenty kids out of that who are actually shown real interest, and associate them with some people working in the industry across India, across the world. I think that one hour a month will be more inspiring to him or her compared to anything else. Is what I believe, right? Much more. I feel yeah. like their experiences, if they relay that back, people will try harder to. Correct. So yeah. our goal, that mentor model, we will not introduce it. Maybe next year we'll try start with that. But yeah. this year, at least that's so. To your question on five years from now. well i think it is a this is a multi multi year model 
it's maybe i mean i look in myself as 15 20 30 years and at a very i mean it's not an exact analogy but if you can create a model as good and as scalable as khan academy with something like this that would be our goal because what right. impact khan academy has had and what the model they came up with right is amazing and it has scaled yeah. a lot but it's high. so if we can just do something like that but this is a much more difficult task with the physical model also what we are talking here but conceptually yeah so conceptually yeah. if we can do something like khan academy in terms of the impact and scale that is the goal right okay yeah uh, i think if you have anything then go ahead man cuz i think yeah. I, I mean i i know a lot so from the outside i want to see Design question. Uh, yeah, so, that, yeah, so basically, this is like a whole new concept. I mean, is there anyone else that's doing it? I'm not sure of that. But um, I don't know. Course. I don't know. Uh, not that I mean, if they are, I'm more than happy actually. Because more than the, the problem size is so humongous. I mean, if you look at it, Adi, in and around Pune, there might be like 30 engineering colleges. What are we talking about here? The scale is hmm. crazy. I doubt uh, it though that somebody is doing it because why? This requires time from working professionals. Right, mm. so I doubt it. I mean, there'll be enough where there'll be things on YouTube or Coursera or whatnot, where there'll be things you can listen to. But this kind mm. of model is not easy. Honestly, it's not easy. Where Absolutely. physical time is taken from people who are working full time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I doubt it. Um, but if there is, I'm more power to them. I'm happy. But I highly doubt it. Right. Yeah. So I think it's more interesting. It has been more interesting to me from the inside. Because I've been able to see, I mean, I haven't been involved per se, but I've been able to see it grow from the start, from the yeah. first idea he had while he was lying down doing absolutely nothing. He had the idea. Nikhil's first question to you was, why would anybody want to listen to you? That was the first question to you. No, that wasn't about Satkam. That was about you as a person. Maybe I get but, it. But, but you can now tell, I can tell you 500 students have listened to me. So doesn't that tell you something? 500 students don't have to listen to you every day. That's what I'm saying. That's a fair point. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I think it's been a lot more interesting for me. But as an outside, from the outside perspective, I, actually, Adi, I want to ask this question to you. From an outside perspective, in what, in four or five years, we're going to be third year. We're going to be in fourth year. Yeah. We're going to be in college, right? Mm. So, obviously, we could be going anywhere. Satka might or might not have reached our colleges by then. Mm. But if they have, what what is what what would you do to relay that around? And since you have this insider knowledge of what it is, yeah, exactly. right. So basically, uh, oh, by by relay you mean like what would I something like some initiative I would I mean, start? What do you mean? I mean, not 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 necessarily initiative, but since you know it is coming, and since you, I mean, I'm assuming you picked up some of its use about, mm, about yeah. in the in the time we've talked, so. Yeah. Since you have done that, maybe recommending it around wouldn't be... Yeah, absolutely. Recommending yeah, no. it, uh, of course. Yeah. No, but my point would be, how would you, as a student, because being engaging, it's probably more the responsibility of the teachers to make it uh, engaging, but it's also a responsibility of the students to keep it engaging. Yeah, right? Interactive, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, so this, is, this isn't necessarily to you, but as a student, what do you think we can do to keep ourselves in that maybe that mentor program right because right. we've been in all we've done the online thing it sucks, it sucks we've yeah. done the offline thing and if the teacher isn't good that sucks too. yeah 
Yeah. Right. So basically, we have to find a way to keep it engaging ourselves. So, do you do you have any thoughts on that? How would you how would you do that? Yeah, I mean, basically, it it, it will be engaging for us if we start knowing about it like from the really beginning, right? Not just third year, but like maybe before that, we just start getting to know a little bit about the stuff. And so basically, that's something that every student would want to keep being engaging or keep being interactive in these sessions. And so, yeah, that is something that I would already start doing because if this is a very interesting thing, at least all the industries around us are very interesting. They are developing, and it's very cool. So, yeah. So I think I think it's a good point. That's a really honestly, this is a feedback we have gotten from colleges also, right? We would want to eventually make it a multi-semester model. So if we could talk to the same kids, same students across two or three semesters, we also believe the impact will be much higher, and we have enough right. content for that. It's just a scale problem. So we will do it eventually, uh, or in the near future, honestly. In fact, I'll tell you there is one college we will probably try this model from next semester onwards, where we'll try to start with the student in the third year, first semester, and the same students will continue in the third year, second semester, right? right. I think yeah. the more face time we get across across a year with them. And the impact will be higher. Uh, yes. We just have to figure out how to scale this in the right way. But I hundred percent agree with you that if we could start early, we would start early. Right. right. Yeah. Right now we are targeting third and fourth year, but who knows? So, yeah, no, no doubt. And, and and on that, one of the other metric, personal metric I have, even if Nikhil goes to a college in Timbuktu, right, I'm going to go there. I'm going to have a class and he's going to be the only guy I'm going to ask questions. And that's my dream. Right. And Adi, I hope you are there that time to please see else I'll conference you in, but you have to be there to witness it. Absolutely. It's, going to, to be, be it's going to be a show. So you need to buy popcorn and just mm -hmm. watch. Absolutely. I, I'm going to be sick that day. So, uh, I, I think that's it. I feel like we've mm -hmm. basically, I, I think we should do an update on this once Satcom has taken off a little bit, but it was great to get a little bit of base exactly of what Satcom was and I'd like to thank you about my dad for coming on. And uh, do you have any last impressions you want to leave on our uh, small audience? <laughs> no, no, I think, uh, I think this was wonderful and I don't, I don't, I'm just not saying it to uh, get uh, two young podcasters happy but uh, i like the questions i like the, honestly oh, i like you guys you, you guys like asked uh, better questions than uh, what i've been asked in the past about satkam so well done there i think you guys are becoming seasoned slowly but surely <laughs> we're definitely not <laughs> <laughs> the episode that we just recorded is an absolute shit show but uh, a lot so, of the episodes are 
but but if it gets your award then then fine man let the shit continue i mean what the hell <laughs> no so any la- last impression you want to leave about satkam any, any last things that we might have missed that you want to say to no you? no no i think i think um, honestly uh, uh more than more than uh, i mean you guys are understood what satkam does but uh, age is not a bar guys what i was telling you guys about the key reason we are doing this applies from what what age you guys are at earlier later because if you look at it right i mean curiosity continuous improvement has nothing to do with age actually right mm-hmm. and right now where you are i mean the, this podcast you guys are doing are all about enhancing your curiosity about what the what what else is going on in the world right just continue mm-hmm. that journey i mean there is it just keeps life interesting that's all i can say so just just keep just just keep being curious that's all yeah so great adi if you have anything to add Yeah no just thank you for being on the podcast that's that's yeah. really fun actually that's nice I, 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 like I, I hope I, I hope I did a decent enough job to be invited back so thank you a- adequate 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 at passing a passing grade at least you were fine okay thank you i'm um, not going to compliment you i, I have tears in my eyes right now if you have not seen them yeah thanks man cool uh so yeah that was the quirky bullish project thank you guys for listening this was a pretty A, a more entertaining episode in terms of content because we're going to ba- be back with more stupid next week because that that's what we do i mean next time you can call me and we can just do stupid okay by the way i'm open no god no you are you are not coming back <laughs> until sat we can have nickel childhood amazing yeah so, man i mean adi why don't you and me just do that show please yeah absolutely yeah we don't have to bring nickel into this yeah, we can do it ourselves just you know and then Honestly, you can... go for it i was a great kid go for it